everybody, and welcome to the Marketing Ideas That Connect show, where we discuss strategies and tactics on how you could build great paid ad campaigns and funnels that connect with your customer, plus the art of getting insights from all the data and making better decisions. Our mission is to keep pushing the boundaries of paid media and assist you to solve business problems. I'm your host, Gary Bolt. It's always good to be back and talk about our favorite topic, which is paid media. We are sponsored by the digital marketing agency, Famous Digital Media, Media, and you can visit their website at famousmedia.co.za. They offer turnkey marketing and brand management services centered on the principles of inbound marketing with a focus on paid media. These episodes are published on a monthly basis and help business and marketing leaders. Welcome to episode 148. The topic today is five keys to a successful paid campaign. And on other shows, we talk a bit more on the tactics, but today we're just talking on a high level. Like, why should you do it? What are the keys to actually making a campaign successful? We build and manage paid campaigns every single day. That's what we do. And uh, we really enjoy what we do and how we can keep improving. There's always something you can do better. With all the AI and tools and uh, third-party tools to manage, when we look at our campaigns, there's just definitely we tweak every couple of days. There's something you can tweak. There's something that can go wrong. There's something that you can optimize and with all the different budgeting and there's just so many options nowadays. It's quite an interesting place to be. So just to give context on what we're talking about today, the importance of managed pay-per-click services has grown along with the growth of digital advertising, says eMarketer. Estimates that digital ad spending accounted for half the total media ad spend worldwide in 2019 and is estimated to reach $384 billion in 2020. So pay-per-click or whatever you want to call it, paid media, paid advertising is definitely leading the way forward. I think in you talk marketing and I've been in the game since the 90s on, on how we've built up businesses and marketed and get, got the message out there. And you know, marketing is building campaigns, pretty much. Good campaigns, working within a good environment with a good tech stack and putting money, the right budget behind the right type of campaign can really make a difference in any business. So with all this revenue and focus on paid media, we need to understand how to take advantage of this technology and stay ahead of the competition because we can see what the competition's doing quite easily and then see how we stay ahead of them. And with a bit of research, it's not difficult. So without keeping a tight rein, you can blow through a budget of $50 a click. Actually, the most expensive, we're working with WordStream, the most expensive keyword that we've seen up to now in the last few years is $70 per click. And obviously it depends on what industry you're working in and, and what keywords in that industry you're working on. But that was something that we all stopped in the office and thought, there's no way, man. One click and you can blow $70. So 
I know we put, you know, we, we manage the budgets per day and you can do a lot of um, capping of your budgets, but, you know, things can go crazy. And if you look again, you can either underspend, you can overspend if you're not paying attention, you know, plus social media, you know, projects like LinkedIn or places like LinkedIn, you can overspend very quickly if you're not managing and you don't know what you're doing in paid media. So sometimes it's better to get an agency to do it for you, give them budgets, let them use their credit card and make sure they know what they're doing and you're getting the right data. So the point I'm making is that there is massive revenue going towards paid media. So it's obviously working, otherwise those companies would not keep spending money on paid media. So the question always, the debate always comes to, okay, what am I getting? If I give you X amount of rand, what am I going to get for that? And, you know, we look at some, it depends, obviously, like I always say, depend on the industry, depends on what your objectives are, what do you want to achieve? But sometimes we have to have a big view and open mind on this and say, okay, it's all very well, say I'm spending five rand on paid media and I make 10 rand out of five rand or one rand and I make 10 rand, something like ratio. It's very cool. Hey, no worries. Put more in. No problem. But if you're going to make one rand and spend one rand, now the debate gets a little bit more difficult because, well, what's my motivation? What about if you spend one rand and you make 50 cents? What about how do you deal with that? And what we've looked at in some industries is that some high revenue industries, like a lifetime value of a client, especially with your repeat revenue or repeat business model where where companies buy your product every month. And that could be a whole range of things. It could be dog food. It could be anything that you buy monthly. Now imagine if you had to take, say a customer stays with you five years. We used to look at models of a customer stays with you 10 years. It's millions of rand. When you add up even a couple of thousand a month or, or, or just a few grand a month and you start multiplying that into years and lifetime value of a customer plus all the referrals you get then what is it what how what will it cost you what if it costs you two grand the cost of acquisition say is two thousand rand but you make hundreds of thousands of rand possibly millions from that customer over the next five to ten years now it changes the game plus if you start saying, okay, I'm going to buy market share, then you can look at the end of the year and say, okay, I've spent X amount of money in the year on my paid media, but my market share or my conversion from quote to invoice or whatever, however you look at it, your top line, your net, whatever you look at it, has that grown? Do you believe your, your TAM, your market share, has that grown over the last year for your investment in paid campaigns? So it's you've got to look at it in different ways. It's not always, I'm going to put in a thousand and I want 10,000 back. Maybe it's not going to work for you. But once again, it's, it depends. We, we deal in, we focus a lot in certain industries and it depends on, you know, what those cost of acquisitions or, or cost of per lead are. And then you can, once again, if you've got a cost per lead or cost per click, the, the challenge or the interesting game is that over the last six months, have you improved that? If you look at some reports that are easy to pull out, or is it getting, is it getting worse or better? And as we tweak and quality scores improve and there's lots of different metrics to look at, it's very rewarding to see our cost of acquisition or cost per qualified lead coming down and our cost per click improving. And then the further reports, you can see, well, 
say now in your industry, five rand cost per click is good, and you doing like two rand cost per click. Now we can start, hey, but we're improving, we're better than the industry. And then plus all the other scores and ranking scores. It's so very cool because whatever we do can be very clearly measured. And that's what we like. We're marketing in the 90s and before that, very difficult. Like what part of the marketing spend is working? We don't really know. Well, how was your day? How was your month? Did your business grow? So it's, it's not as detailed as what the tools we have now are unbelievable. We just got to learn how to use them and apply them and make sure we're on the winning side. So if we look at SEO, which is obviously organic, it takes a long time to apply SEO and absolutely it's a good thing. But it can take 6 to 12 months to get some SEO results. Plus, we find organic content is handbrake because all these platforms, especially social media platforms, they're not there for fun. They, they're there to show a return to their shoulders. So why would they boost your business pages in an organic way? Obviously, there's syndication and different ways to help it and, and, and get more followers. But you, if you're going to build a business page and you're not going to put budget behind it, well, it's going to take a long time. We, we've got brands that we work on and we can see the difference between thousands for 100,000 impressions a month compared to hardly any. It comes down to what, are you, what, did you, what did you put, what budget did you put in and what engagement did you get and where did they go? So it's so cool when you start seeing the results coming through from paid media. So it's, we believe paid media is a powerhouse of your marketing, of any marketing campaign. It has to be part of the strategy. So a winning campaign must, have, must be well thought out and documented. We like to write it out and have a strategy before you just rush in and start building campaigns and groups and, and sets. It's just, it, especially in social as well, it's got to be part of a big theme strategy. Checklist has to be ticked off before you launch. Each campaign focus needs to have a well-themed ad group and well-drafted ad sets. Even get your copywriter to make sure that it's written properly and that it's in line with the landing page and it speaks the language. We'll talk again about that, how to really set up your keywords, how to find out if they're going to work or not, how the AI works on specifically on Google. And just, um, if, you know, is it winning? Is the language the same? Did you build your ads from content on the website? How good is the website? Have you done an SEO test on your website? Is it ranking? Or, or is the quality score actually going to hurt you and put you back? It's like running against the wind. So the ad, when we talk ads, and you know, that's what we seem to talk about all the time, it must motivate the user. It must mean something to the user and solve a problem. We always like to say, are you speaking the language that's in your customer's head, the conversation? So why take the energy to go to your content? You know, we used to talk in some of the businesses, we must have a seamless customer experience, which could mean a lot of things, but there mustn't be obstacles. And if, you're, if you've got a well-crafted ad and you've got a clear plan on where the client's going to click through or where they come from or where they can do what they can do with it or how you're going to help them with a problem, then it just becomes, just becomes a great ad and you start seeing the results. We, in, a half, in my life, we did ads long ago and we did some pretty average ones and it just, 
you know, you've got to go back, humble yourself and say, well, where did I go wrong? Where's the blockage? What, what is, why, what, why aren't the customers clicking through? And there's usually a, you can usually sort it out if, you, if you're willing to get advice from the right people and just and keep studying it and honing your craft. So successful, let's get to the point of today's podcast. And that is, there are five keys we believe, and remember I'm talking high level today, five keys to successful paid campaigns. And here they are. Key number one, the value exchange you are offering and and your captivating value proposition. But remember, we're educating. We're not hard selling anything. People don't want that anymore. So the value exchange, you have to drop value. If you're not dropping value, then, and you talk about yourself and how great you are, then the motivation to click through, I don't don't think it's going to be there. So always ask yourself, are you offering enough value? Now, if someone says your product's too expensive, well, I'm trying to sell, so it's too expensive. There's not enough value for that rand or dollar value you've put on the product. But if, if it's perceived as more value, you'll probably get more for it. So what value exchange are you clearly offering in your ad? And what is actually your value proposition? And why would people even think of engaging with you forget about buying from you key number two is your tam which means total addressable market which i know a lot of people say well they don't know but you know we can work it out we can look at conversions we can look at market size per country we can look at at how many businesses operating you know there's various ways that you can research in your industry and see how many competitors are there. And a lot of the clients, they, they pretty much know their competitors, but they haven't researched them enough to understand are they, who is the addressable market and who's your competition? Who's your user? And in, and in business, who's your user? And are they, what are they offering? And how could you help them in their story? So really understand your customer base, market size, who are they, the language they use, where are they? And we just call it the T-A-M. And we have to research and know that. Then the third one is probably the one we talk about most of the time, which is your message, your headers, and your tags, or your meta tags. And the content that you build. Obviously, the clarity in your message, which is, which is to hook someone in. If I don't see a good header one, header two, maybe header three, if you get that far, it's just why bother? And I think that's where... We've got to spend a lot of time from the slogan to the main message to your customer. I always say to clients we deal with, if we had to put a billboard up on the highway and I said to you, you've only got one message, what would that be? What is your message to your core customers on what you do or how you help them? What would that be? And then possibly three headers and the meta tags come later. But if you don't even get past header two or three, the content, the great content you build doesn't mean a thing. So always be critical of how, how clear your header and message is. And that's probably one of the most important things that a lot of us have got wrong. And is it consistent? And is it, do we really know what's been offered? We can talk about that all day because it's probably the most important thing. And it's amazing how big companies get it wrong. And we've, we've, we've helped a lot of companies with their message their headers and their tags. And it comes back to when you write the ad or when you even do a letter of introduction or when you 
just communicating with the client. Then um, the key number four will be the right medium or tech stack and investment that works in your industry once you've done your research. So where are you going to place the ad? Will it be a video? Is it some, have you got some good, really cool graphics? Um, what, how is your brand positioned on it? So the right medium. And obviously there's, there's a lot of tools now that we use and that really helps us in our business. From publishing tools to, oh, there's just so much. Uh, and, and those tools help us. And you've got to decide, like for example, what landing page platform are you going to use? Uh, there's so many. And then you've got to invest in it what automation stack are you going to use? And you've got to know it, get your staff qualified in it, and, be, and hone your craft in that tech stack. Because it becomes, it, we believe, you know, it becomes your value. Your, your value proposition is what are you really, what, what technology are you using? What, what have you built? What templates have you built? What have you done in your business to create value in your business? And if you're not using a really good tech stack that, that offers a solution and automates, then you're sort of running manual. We don't want to do that. We want to really get as much automated as possible in our marketing business. So key number five, the specific outcome, deliverables, and goals to be achieved. What metrics? Like build a good dashboard. And there's so many, you know, we use some really good technology that pulls reports. And... Uh, we just see that the CEOs that we deal with, if they don't get a, a report that's clear to them and it's got some nice graphs and dashboards of exactly where they stand and what happened with their money from leads to impressions to bounces to time on page, all those things that everybody's starting to understand. They ask questions and if we can't show them clearly what we did in the month, well, they start losing interest and they think, yeah, but this is a whole lot of nonsense because we've paid you 50,000 Rand and what did we really get for that? So you have to be very careful how you record, how you report and, uh, and what the goals are, what are you measured against? Otherwise, you're not going to keep a client long term. And in our industry, it's all about keeping clients long term, becoming their partners. So a quote from HubSpot. So those are the five keys, by the way, as, as we said. Ultimately, by sponsoring content, you're able to reach audiences that might not have come across you otherwise. So obviously, when you target correctly, you would, how would you have ever reached that audience? If someone in another city is looking for your specific product or service, how are they going to find you? They're going to go to Google and they're going to search. And if you're not there, you might as well be nowhere. So that platform becomes an asset in your marketing arsenal. So anyway, that's the way it is. Let's, let, let's move on. Just a few more points for today. So look at all your digital assets. The campaign needs to have a home and it needs to be connected in a type of a 360 thinking. So ads must be in line with your landing page, language, keywords, links, URLs, calls to action, hashtags. Once you've built up a great quality score, your ads become more effective and, and you rank higher. Remember your ad's purpose is to drive the customer to the next step. Not to sell yet, but to engage, build a little bit of loyalty, a bit of trust that you're there, you've been there for a while, you've got good uh, people are talking about you. 
This is where a marketing funnel could be used, a, a, a nurture campaign where you could set up about five emails over about 20 days. And it's not to make the sale, it's to engage, possibly read a white paper, look at a video. Uh, what are you helping? Are you giving them a checklist? Something that can help them and add value in their thinking around what they do to the point where they realize that you could actually help them in achieving that mission. So very important that we need to get in front our message in front of the right client and then engage and just build some rapport with them online. And it's not just how's it we'd like to sell to you. It's really a very negative thing. No one wants to be sold to, but we want to be educated and understand what's out there and how could you help me. So, and the, the next, just before I finish, the next thing is once you've set up all these assets and you've got the emails running and you've got form feeds working that people can fill in and get information, are you tagging and segmenting your audience? Because that's also going to help you in your reporting. Like, like what is a qualified lead? How do you define that? And uh, what value did you get out of that campaign? We spoke about UTMs and finding out what campaign the leads actually came from and if you set up your tag managers properly and your pixels you can remarket there's so many things you can do but if you don't tag and segment and record your database then we're dealing with some database specialists in america now and the database is so key and then to, what are you going to do with that database if it's segmented or where did they come in from what can you do with it? You've paid a lot of money to get that data in now. Have they come out of a nurture campaign? Are they ready to engage with? What else can you help them with? And that's sort of after the campaign, how you deal with all those leads. And then once you start getting in hundreds of leads a month, you've got to understand how you can bulk manage them and then connect with them through a, an e a marketing campaign, which is an email, so a direct campaign, a marketing com uh, email campaign, which we find really does work in some of our brands we have audiences that are very niche defined in specific interest groups or whatever they wherever they came from and then we can market them and then your open rates go up so very important to have that and manage it and and look after your tags and an audience database and then the budget buy market share so just the other thing we spoke about just quickly earlier is you know we looked at we've bought companies before and it is a way to grow. It's a very good way to grow. It can be difficult though, depending on how you structure it. And there's got to be a lot of clarity. And if you're going to acquire another business, there's a level of trust that has to be built, which is not always easy. And um, there's a, it's a step-by-step -step process to make sure it works. And, it, and, it, and we've had success with it, but some people haven't because they don't structure it or, or people have the wrong understanding of where they're going. But another way is to say, if I'm prepared to pay so many so much money for a business what are you really doing you're buying market share you're buying the customers you're not you're not really buying their their pty and the liabilities that go with it you're buying the customers that create value revenue and margin so another way to do it is to say instead of spending that money on buying that company i can spend that budget on paid media to steal those to attack my my, my custom my, my competition's client base offer more value, start nurturing the leads and sort of a, and, and acquire those leads with paid campaigns. It may take a bit longer, but it's a healthy way to go. It may take three years where you could buy a business and you accelerate your time by three years because you could add 30 or 40 customers to your top line, which could take you 
two years to acquire those customers depending on how big they are. So it's a very interesting way to look at it is to say you have to spend money to build market share. You can grow by acquisition, you can grow organically, you can employ more salespeople or you can use paid media. So there's, there's dip, but one thing we all know is it's not you're not just going to build market share without a cost. And that comes back to the obviously the you've got to plant well to 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 reap a good harvest at another season. But both everything requires risk, and that's why it's probably the most creative and difficult thing to build a business. And any entrepreneur that's built a level of success can has been you know punched in the face a few times, and uh, there's always a story to tell. So when you're ready to get into the world of paid media, make sure it's not rushed. You must have a clear strategy and a plan and a budget and targets to make an impact in the industry you operate in and knowing your customer. And just, you know, like we spoke before, look at that lifetime value and look at a year, the result in a year. And you can always somehow in a month, you're not impressed in a year. It's amazing what we've done in a year, but sometimes month to month. We've got a brand that we last year, we thought month to month, oh, this is tough, it's not going well. And we looked at the end of the year and we actually had a good year and, and beat the previous year. So you've got to look at the big picture and look at it in context. So here at Marketing Ideas, over the years, we've moved into more and more paid media consulting. We assist our clients in attacking new market share and how to understand the data. And obviously, we work with an in famous digital media that does the implementation they've got a great team maxine's the ceo there i work with her and it's just a great business to be involved in you must check out their blogs they've got some they really invest and spend time and their blogs are amazing they always teach us something they've got a good team of copywriters and content creators um, and they always do a good job so just to finish for the day our acronym is DSA. So what does DSA stand for? And it stands for Dynamic Search Ad. And it's in Google Ads and it automates your ads based on the type of search. So it actually allows you to target an entire website without having to create keywords and ads for possible matches. So it, it's quite a cool bit of technology, but I'm a bit wary. You've got to check what it does because you don't want it doing some weird stuff. So it's amazing. I'm using it. I'm using responsive ads and we're using dynamic search ads on some of our brands. And just be careful, but the tech is quite quite impressive actually, how it, the, the dynamic search ad works and just, just go through it and make sure that you're happy with what it's doing in the end. So that's it for today. For more episodes, you can find us on Stitcher Radio or iTunes. You can search for Marketing Ideas That Connect. And if you've enjoyed this episode, give it a comment or give us a rating. It definitely helps us to share content. And our podcast has been at number one and we move sort of move between one and ten. So it's very cool as long as we have listeners listening and we are gathering a good following. So thank you for listening to our material. And we believe that we, we need to add a lot of value, otherwise you won't listen. So please comment. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. My name is Gary Bolt. And uh, you can email me at support at marketingideas.co.za. Give us some ideas. Tell us what we can talk about and how we can help you with your paid media. So you can follow Famous Digital Media on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. 
read more about the topics in their blogs, just go to Famous Media and just go to the blog page. All links and references in this episode, as well as Famous Media's social pages, can be found in the show notes. Our focus here at Marketing Ideas is all about paid media. So connect with me. Until next time, stay hungry, think big, and honor God.